0: Ah uh, ah uh, ah! Uh, don't touch that dial. Listen,
2: to
1: And now, since our weekly visit to the Bumsteads falls on Christmas Day, we find them surrounded by ex-Christmas packages and what came out of them. Dagwood's on the couch, relaxing after dinner. And somewhere, not quite far enough off, Baby beats a toy drum. And at the desk, Blondie is checking over some figures of her own.
3: Dagwood? Hmm. I've been going over the list of people who sent us Christmas cards. Huh? And the list of people we sent cards to. Uh-huh. You can't win, Dagwood. It can't, uh-huh. It's always the same way. This year, we sent three cards to people who didn't send us any. Oh, well, we got plenty. That isn't it, Dagwood. Six people sent us cards that we didn't send any to. Now, isn't that terrible? Well, we could send three extras we
4: got to three people we didn't and uh, come out three ahead. Oh, no, Dagwood. No? We'll have to make up for it next year. Mm-hmm. Look, Blondie, let's not start figuring on next year yet, huh? I'm all tired out from this one. Oh. Hey, who gave baby dumpling that drum? Mr. Buttle. Ah, uh, it's fight work. Oh, no, Dagwood. I'll bet it was. Just because I gave their little Alvin a bugle.
2: Hey, look at Daddy, look at Mommy, I'm a parade. Yes, we see you, baby.
4: Yeah, we hear you too, baby. Look, go be a parade over at Fuddles. Ah, oh, huh? now Dagwood, it's Christmas. I know, but I was up practically all night helping Santa Claus.
2: And... Oh, did you see him, Daddy? Huh?
4: <clears throat> oh, oh, sure.
2: Did he say what he was so mad about? Uh huh. How's that, baby? Oh, Sandy never
4: gets mad.
2: He was last night. I heard him. Oh, dear. Uh, What did you hear, baby? Well, I heard a big bump and it woke me up. And then I heard Santa hollering that he stepped on a roller skate. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah.
3: You must remember not to leave those skates around, baby. Suppose Sandy did get mad and never came back.
2: Oh, he'd forget it by next year.
4: <laughs> oh, gosh. No, they put strong stuff in those drums, don't they? Don't they ever break? It's because I'm such a good drummer. I know, just try kind the of hard to get it. Here I go. And I'll be back. No hurry. Ha. Boy, I'm tired.
3: If it was quiet, I bet I'd sleep for a week. What are you figuring now, Blondie? Oh, just making sure we sent a present to everybody who sent us one. We did.
4: Yeah, we sent one extra, too. To Dither's.
3: Can you imagine that
4: guy not giving us a present this year, Blondie? Oh, I guess he
3: just overlooked it. He did not. He's
4: just too mean.
3: Oh, no, Dagwood. It it was just some mistake. You know who Dithers reminds me of? Mm-hmm. That old bird
4: in Dickens' Christmas Carol, Scrooge. Dagwood. Yes, sir. You know, Aunt Bessie sent Baby a copy of that story. I know. And uh, and while you were getting dinner, I read it to Baby. I read it twice. And Scrooge reminded me of Dithers both times. Oh, golly, here comes the drum again.
3: Well, I'll try to keep Baby quiet if you want a little nap, Dad. A little nap? I'm short a whole
2: night's sleep now. Baby! Baby! Not so loud. Poor Daddy's tired. Stop now. Well, but, Mommy... This is about all I have to play with.
3: Why, baby dumpling, you have lots of toys. Yeah,
2: they're most all broken now, mommy.
3: Why did you break the quiet ones first? Here's your toy telephone. You could play with that. Make believe you're calling up somebody.
2: Okay, mommy. Well, I put my drum down. No, oh, no. Oh. Uh,
4: listen, baby. Uh, call up mommy on the, that that uh, toy phone and ask her to keep the house quiet, huh? Daddy wants a nap.
2: Okay, Daddy. Hello. Is this you, Mommy? Hello. Yes, baby. Hey, Mommy, is it okay for Daddy to go to sleep on the couch with his shoes on? Uh Well,
3: on Christmas, I guess it is.
2: Okay, bye. (laughs) Hey, Mommy, read me a story. Well, what would you like? That book can fancy spin. Christmas Carol.
3: Daddy said he read you that twice. I did. It's
4: a fine story, but twice in one day is enough. I know it by heart.
2: You read it,
3: Mommy. Oh, all right. I'll read softly so Daddy can sleep.
2: Here it is. Start here where it tells about the mean old Scrooge, Mommy.
3: All right. It says, Scrooge, a squeezing, wrenching, grasping, scraping, clutching, covetous old sinner.
1: Hard and sharp and as, as
3: flint. flint. My, my goodness, I think Daddy does know it by heart. Yeah, reminds
4: me of Dither's
3: stag but... Go on, Mommy. Well, he carried his own low temperature always about with him. He iced his office on dog days and didn't thaw it one degree at Christmas.
4: Oh, Scrooge, Dither's.
3: The heaviest rain and snow and hail and sleep could boast of the advantage over him in only one respect. They often came down handsomely, and Scrooge never did. <laughs>
4: Reminds me of a fuddle joke. Fuddle and
2: dithers and scrooge. If Daddy worked for Scrooge, I'd tell him where to get off that. I'd ring him up on my phone and tell him like this. Hello, Scrooge and dithers. Dad Cratchit speaking. Daddy's dreaming, Mommy.
3: <laughs> he's dreaming he's Bob Cratchit, Scrooge's clerk. The door of Scrooge's counting house was open, So that he might keep his eye upon his clerk Who in a dismal little cell was copying letters
4: Hello Scrooge and this Construction Company Mr. Scrooge is in conference This is Dad Cratchit Cratchit! Oh, d- d- huh? oh uh, hello, Mr. Scrooge, uh, uh, Mr. Doogee. Uh, the name is M- Scrooge, M- 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 Cratchit. You sound like Dithers. Huh? Who's Dithers? The man who sounds like you. What's the matter with you? Are you sleeping on my time? I don't know. D- I feel kind of funny. You've probably gone batty, Cratchit. When I came in, you were talking to yourself. Oh, no, sir. I, I was talking on the phone. Phone? Uh huh What's that? Uh, Why, this thing right here. And I... uh, 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 Hey, where is it? I never heard of a phone. Oh, my mistake. I guess they haven't been invented yet. No. If they had been, I wouldn't have one. Too expensive. Mm. Uh, There's something mighty funny about all this. Ain't funny to me, Cratchit. Wake up! Uh, uh, I wish I could. Trouble is, I keep this office too hot for you. Hot? Look at the frost on the windows, Mr. Scrooge. Nonsense! That's just a little fog outside. It's foggy all over London today. London? Uh, oh, yeah. You are tipsy, Cratchit. Huh? Been drinking the ink? No, sir. I never drink ink. Anyway, it's frozen. Nonsense. Look at the blaze in that fireplace. Oh, that's nothing but some red paper with a candle behind it. Well, use your imagination, Cratchit. Uh, look, Mr. Scrooge, it's Christmas Eve. Couldn't I have a real fire? Just one lump of coal? No. Oh. I can't get at the coal. I'm not going to open the safe again today. Well, then, can I have a sip of water? Now it's water. Well, just a sip. Next it'll be two sips, and then a glass. And then you'll want to bathe in the stuff. Never mind. The water is frozen, too. Good. It'll last longer that way. Now get back to your stool and get to work. Yes, sir. Crack it! Oh, no, Yes, sir. What's the idea of two candles burning at once? One each side of the ledger. Uh, why, that's a little invention of mine, Mr. Scrooge. <laughs> I, I can see both sides of the ledger at once that way. Pah! You only work on one side at a time. There. One's enough. Listen. It, it sounds like a drum. Nonsense. That's a horse. It's some fool wasting his money on a hansom cab. Probably my nephew, Fred. Well, it must be nice to take a cab when it's so foggy. Ha. Last time Fred took a cab, he parked double in front of Buckingham Palace. And I had to fix his ticket. Listen, they must have met another cab. traffic in London today is a menace to life and limb. I'll write a letter to the Times. It says, speaking of your nephew, Fred reminds me, he sent a message today. If he wants money, he won't get it. No, sir. He just said, Merry Christmas. He sent it collect. Merry Humboldt, pishash, fiddle-faddle, Christmas. Oh, come, Mr. Scrooge. Don't, Mr. Scrooge, me... I suppose you're leading up to asking for the day off tomorrow. Yes, sir, if quite convenient. Well, it isn't. What are you putting your tippet on now for? It's after closing time, sir. And it's a long walk to Camden Town. Now that the horse trams have stopped running. What? Stopped? Why wasn't I told? Well, right after you got on the board of directors, Mr. Scrooge, <laughs> the tram stopped running. Why? What happened? Well, you gave orders to cut down the horse's hay. I put them in training, that's all. Uh-huh. Gave him one handful less every day. That way, they didn't miss it. Uh-huh. And in a few weeks, I'd have them used to no hay. Yes, sir. But just when they were getting used to it, they all died. <laughs> just lack of cooperation, that's all. Well, don't stand talking, Cratchit. If you're going, get out. Yes, you're wasting the candle. Yes, sir. Uh, could I have my week's wages now? Christmas shopping, you know. <laughs> a fool and his money are soon parted, Cratchit. <laughs> You'll never be rich if you spend as fast as you get it. Well, my family. You can't afford a family. No. Utter extravagance. Oh, but here you are. Five shillings and twopence halfpenny, Just for loafing here all last week. Thank you, sir. But it should be five shillings, threepence, a penny. Huh? Why the extra penny? I loafed half a day on Sunday, too. Ah, get out! Right. And be here all the earlier day after tomorrow. Yes, sir. <laughs> Knock knock. Who's there? Dag. Dag who? Dag gone. I forgot to wish you Merry Christmas, Mister Scrooge. Merry Poppycock crashes. Oh, Scaram. Yes sir.
2: Daddy's still asleep, baby dumpling. Sure, mommy. He thinks he's running in his dream. Look at his leg. He thinks he's sliding.
3: Maybe he's dreaming about where Bob Cratchit slid downhill with the boys twenty times before he ran all the way home to Camden Town and Mrs. Cratchit and Tiny Kim. Hey, Blondie, Blondie
4: Cratchit. Where's Tiny Dublin? Here I am, Father. Well, Dad Cratchit, what kept you so long tonight? well, I ran all the way home. Who's that in the chimney corner? Cratchit! Oh, this is... Why, it's Mr. Scrooge. Uh, How did you get here ahead of me? I flew, Cratchit. Flew through the air. Oh, you must be spoofing, sir. I never spoof. I had a nasty experience. I found a ghost in my bedroom. Huh? I was counting my money before going to bed, and when I took the padlock off my
3: wallet... I know. A moth flew out.
4: Yes. No! It wasn't a moth. It was a ghost. And it didn't come out of my wallet... It wafted through the wall. But that's not the worst. No? No. Oh. This ghost said three other ghosts would come for me. They're going to take me for a ride. Oh, my. Gangster ghosts? No, Christmas ghosts. The first one will be there when the clock strikes one. But I'll fool him. I won't be there. I'll be here. (laughs) Well, that's fooling them. Oh, hey. Maybe they will follow you here. There goes the clock. Oh, here comes the ghost. I hear him on the stairs. Oh, maybe just one of the neighbors. No, it's the ghost coming for me. In a minute he'll knock on that door. Oh, if you're going to knock, knock. Why, that is one of our neighbors. Sure, uh, Fezwing Fuddle. He's a card too. Don't let him in.
0: I am in, old Scrooge Ball. <laughs>
3: That sounds like Fezziwig Fuddle. Yeah, and it looks a little like him, but it kind of looks
4: like a ghost too.
0: Well, that just goes to show you.
4: <laughs> what do you want with me?
0: Why, buddy, I'm the senior member of the firm of Ghost, Ghost and Ghost Tours. de looks have a car, chum. Uh, Where
4: well, are the other members of the firm, huh?
0: All the other boys will be along later. Uh. Now we have tours of Christmas past, present and future. I head up the past department myself for a little Scrooge scroogey OG? Yeah. No,
4: I don't want to go back in the past. I, I, I've i been there.
0: Well, you'd never know the old place now. Ah. Come on, this is for free.
4: Oh, free? Any tips?
0: Nary a tip, pal. Come on, I'll show you some nice spirits. No,
4: you'll get me back in the past and then make me walk home.
0: Oh, no, no tricks on our personally conducted ghost rides, friends. That wouldn't be showing the right spirit. How
4: <laughs> you get it? Uh, look, Mr. Scrooge, why don't you go with him? He makes me nervous.
3: Yes, Mr. Scrooge, a little fresh air would do you good.
0: Don't worry, folks. He'll go with me, okay, when the clock strikes
3: one. Oh, oh it's going to strike now. I'm not
2: going. I- I'll hold on to
4: Dave crashes here. No, no, no listen. I'll let go.
2: Oh. Look at mommy! The ghost is breathing. So is Mr. Scrooge. <laughs> so am I. Help. They're all gone, mommy. Oh, mommy.
1: are several reasons why so many thousands of smokers are turning to slow-burning camel cigarettes. Extra mildness is one, also extra coolness and the extra fine flavor and aroma of camels finer more expensive tobaccos. But don't overlook this fact. Slow-burning camels also give you economy. Recent impartial laboratory tests tell the whole story. In these tests, camels burn 25% slower than the average of the 15 other of the largest selling brands tested slower than any of them. Now, that means camels give a smoking plus equal on the average to five extra smokes per pack. So join those who are turning to slow-burning, to slow-burning camel cigarettes. And to all of you who received camels for Christmas, may you enjoy more pleasure per puff and more puffs per pack in America's number one cigarette, camels. Camels. <laughs> And now back in the bumstead home. We find Blondie still reading to Baby Dumpling, and Dagwood still on the couch, dreaming that he is Dag Cratchit. He seems to be having a double feature dream, so let's catch the last half. Hey,
4: hey, Lego, 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 Scrooge. Oh <coughs> Hey, hey, Scrooge. Open your eyes.
3: We're back home again. Well, Dag Cratchit, you gave me a turn. Going out with a perfect stranger like that ghost. I couldn't help it, Blondie Cratchit. Have a nice ride, mother.
4: Well, uh, yes and no. No, but definitely no. Huh? Uh, see, uh, the ghost showed Mr. Scrooge his old school days. Boy, was little Scrooge smart at arithmetic. Oh, I don't know. Sure you were. Listen, the teacher asked him if he had five dollars to divide among nine other kids, how much would each kid get? And Scrooge figured each kid would get uh, 30 cents. Well, I was young and green in those days. I could make a real deal with those kids now.
3: Mm, I see what spoiled your trip now, Mr. Scrooge. Remorse. Yeah. Well, maybe the next trip will be
4: better. The next. Oh, I'd forgotten those other blasted ghosts. You think they'll show up? Oh, listen. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, here comes the next one. The ghost of Christmas Present. Oh.
2: Boy, that
3: sounds like the Fezziwig Fuddle Ghost again. Come in.
4: I am in, buddy. I just went through the wall. <laughs> you're the same one who was here before. I thought you were the ghost of Christmas past.
0: Spook what you're spoken to, Scrooge. <laughs> you see, our firm is pretty busy right now, and I have to double up on my route.
4: So now you're the ghost of Christmas present, huh?
0: No. The way old Scrooge has been acting, he ain't gonna get any Christmas presents. <laughs> You get it? Oh, oh, oh I'm, I'm hot as a firecracker tonight.
4: Well, if you're a firecracker, why don't you go off? How's that? Get it? Ha, ha, ha. No. Oh. Well, look, it, it, leave me out of this next trip, huh, will you?
0: What's the matter? Did you like to ride?
4: Well, uh, you know how it is. I'm not used to flying over housetops with ghosts.
0: Ghosts fly a little high for you, eh? Well, around Christmas time, you've got to expect high spirits. ha, <laughs> <laughs> ha. Oh, I got a million. Huh?
4: You got a million? Well, now, maybe we can do business.
0: We're going to do business, Pop. My way. Get ready to really step out when the clock strikes one.
3: Again? I don't know what's got into that clock tonight. Listen, I don't want to see any more spooks.
0: Why not? You're kind of a shady character yourself. No. <laughs> Ooh, get ready. There goes the clock?
4: No, no, I won't go. Don't grab me this time. Hold on to the table. Oh, the... He's gone. So is the
3: table. Oh, look.
4: Yeah, the ghost sent back the table. Well, we'll have something to eat Christmas dinner off of anyway.
3: Yes, but, but we haven't anything in the house for
4: Christmas dinner. You mean there isn't any little snack at all in the icebox? Uh, icebox? What's that? Oh, I forgot. That's another thing they haven't invented yet. What will it be when it is invented? Oh, boy. Why well, it'll be something to keep food in, all kinds of food and sandwich material. Boy, can I make a sandwich when I have the stuff
3: It's a shame we're so poor, Dad Cratchit
4: Yeah, no Christmas dinner I tried to borrow one of those two crows the chimney sweep caught But it didn't work
3: He needed them for his own Christmas dinner, I guess Yeah, he said his wife's folks were coming over Well, don't you care, Dad Cratchit We're better off than poor Mr. Scrooge Imagine being haunted by flying ghosts like that
4: yeah.
3: Hey, listen
4: It's one of the ghost boys again Oh, what does he want now?
3: Scrooge isn't here anymore. Well, well, open the door and see what he wants, Dad Cratchit. It makes me nervous when he floats through the wall. Oh. Okay, I'm coming. Ha-ha! <laughs> Fooled it, isn't I? Why, it's Mr. Scrooge. Why, Mr. Scrooge, how did you get away from that last ghost? Yeah, they weren't ghosts at all. No?
4: No. Just something I ate. Oh, you mean you were dreaming? That must have been it.
3: But but how did we get into your dream?
4: Anything can get into a dream, Blondie Cratches. Look, you want to see what I can do? Look, my arms are empty, aren't they? Yeah. Well, abracadabra, hocus pocus. Now look. Gosh, a turkey. What a turkey. It's oh, the oh. biggest bird I ever saw. <laughs> I told you so. I can produce all the fixings, too. Because I'm in your dream now. (laughs) Hey, 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 Mr. Scrooge, (laughs) you've changed a lot since I last saw you. Well, I'll tell you, Dad Cratchit, Uh, when I woke up from my dream, I knew I'd been stingy all my life. I was so glad to discover I still had a chance to celebrate Christmas, as it should be celebrated, that I went around yelling a Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy New Year to all the world. Hello! Whoops! Hello! you, You did? Yeah. Silly, wasn't
3: it? Oh, I don't know. It's less better than being gr- Well... Say
4: it, grouchy. I know. Well, that's all over for me. Why, I'm so generous now, it hurts. I'm... I'm loose as ashes. Yeah? Definitely spendthrift. Oh. Why, I went down to the office and lit two candles. Oh, goodness. Not only that, but I, I'm going to let them burn all night. Oh. <laughs> boy. And you know what, Dad Cratchit? No what? Well... I lit a real fire in the fireplace. Both lumps of coal. Bingo, like that. Gosh. And then when they were burning good, I went back to the safe and I took out the mortgage I hold over this house you live in. The mortgage? Uh Uh-huh. And I carried it over to the fire. Oh, Mr. Scrooge, did you burn the mortgage? Well, uh, no, but I gave it a pretty bad scorching. Oh. Well, uh, say, thanks, Mr. Scrooge. Don't mention it, my boy. (laughs) Hi, <laughs> what a fine fellow you are, Dad Cratchit. Huh? I'm going to raise your wages. Oh, Mr. Scrooge. I insist. Now, let's eat that turkey. It has to be cooked yet. Why, it is cooked. Didn't you notice? Oh, my. When did that happen?
3: And look, Dad Cratchit. The table's all set.
4: <laughs> I fixed that, too.
2: Oh,
3: and, and when we're all through eating, will the dishes wash themselves? Why, hmm?
4: Positively. I keep telling you, Blundy Cratchit. Anything can happen tonight Oh, Oh. a a raise and a turkey Thanks, Mr. Scrooge Say, you're the best boss in the world From now on, Dad Cretchen, that's what I'm going to be The tops Why, I'd rather work for you than the WPA Hey, listen, the bell The Christmas bell Hooray for Christmas Hooray for you, too (laughs) Hey, wait, that's an electric bell They aren't invented yet Hey, wait, Scrooge don't fade away like that. Wait, Blondie. Where are you going?
3: Oh, my goodness. That doorbell is waking Daddy up, baby, Duncan. Hurry and open the door.
2: It's Mr. Dillard,
3: Mommy. Hello, Blondie. Where's Bumpstead? My, what a nice surprise, Mr. Dillard. Why, oh, there's Dad went on the couch. He's, he's been sleeping. Dreaming. No, no, don't. Don't, don't go away. I'm not going
4: anywhere. I just came in.
3: Yeah, best boss a man ever had.
4: How's that? Does he mean me?
3: Oh, why, yes, of course.
4: Well, I never knew just how Bumpstead felt about me before.
3: Oh. Hooray, hooray for my boss, Mr. Scrooge.
4: Huh? Oh. What did he call me? The Scrooge? Uh,
3: no, no. Uh, maybe I'd better wake Dagwood up. I'll wake him. Bumstead! Oh, gee, oh, oh, gee, yeah, I'm coming. I'll put out the candle.
4: Candle? What candle? Wake up upstairs. Uh-huh. Wake
2: up, Daddy? Yes. Wake up, dear. Oh, hey, what's the matter? Where am I? At home? Oh, yes. You're still asleep. I'll get my drum. Go out to
4: my car, baby, Dummer, and there's a present for you out there.
2: Oh, boy. Hey, Dad,
4: step out of it. Huh? Remember me? Oh, sure. Oh, hello, Mr. Diddlers. Say thanks for the turkey. Uh, turkey? What turkey? Oh, no. That was in my dream. The biggest turkey I ever saw. Mm,
3: you would dream about food, Dag. Not
4: only food. Guys, that was a funny dream. Want to hear it, huh? Uh, some other time, Dag. Right now, I want to give you a present. Oh, d- a present? Yep. Held it back till today to surprise you. Here it is, a bonus check.
3: Oh, Dagwood. Look at the figure on that check. From me? Yep. From you? Certainly. I'm still dreaming, why, Dagwood, Well, that's not nice. Just just look
4: at that check. Yeah, I see it. <laughs> hey, it, didn't you make a mistake? I've made a good many, Bumstead in the past, but uh, <clears throat> I uh, want you to know, Bumstead, that the JC. Devis company appreciates the fine spirit you've shown.
2: Uh-huh.
4: A, uh, a very fine spirit of uh, cooperation and uh, loyalty to our interests. Uh-huh. Therefore, in appreciation of your work
0: and uh, to promote the welfare of your peaceful little home, I say peaceful
4: little home. Baby, where did you get that bass from? Quiet, baby! Uh, d- oh, 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 sorry. Uh, what were you saying, Mr. Pizzle? <laughs> Never mind. Take the check. And have a good time. Well, i got to get home to Corey now. See you later. Oh, Merry Christmas! Oh, Merry, Merry Christmas.
2: Christmas! Thanks for the check!
3: Oh, Dagwood, I hope you're ashamed of yourself now. Me? Why? Oh, just before you went to sleep, you said Mr. Dithers reminded you of old Scrooge. <laughs>
4: well, what of it? Scrooge turned out all right. So did Dithers.
2: Hey, Daddy, can huh? I take my new bass drum over to Elvin Fuddles?
3: <laughs> sure, why not? Let's all go over to the Fuddles. Now, Dagwood, huh? maybe the Fuddles want to relax after their Christmas dinner. They may want quiet. Relax? Quiet? On Christmas? Oh, no, come on. We'll
4: serenade them. Hey, give me that bass drum, baby. Now, Dad. Well, he can have his little drum, and you take the tin trumpet off the tree, Blondie. Well, oh, I'd rather play than listen. Come on. <laughs> Here we go. We're a parade. We'll go over and wish the fuddles Merry Christmas. And the whole neighborhood. And the whole world. Right. Merry Christmas, everybody. From Blondie. And
2: Dagwood. And Baby Dumplin'. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas.
1: Is played by Penny Singleton and Dagwood by Arthur Lake, the Columbia Picture stars. And so, till next Monday, we leave the Bumsteads, Blondie and Dagwood. But the makers of Camel Cigarettes have other radio treats for you during the week. Tomorrow night, over these same stations, you can listen to the music of Bob Crosby and the best Dixieland band in the land with the Ink Spots as his special guests. And if you like swing, well, you'd better make a date with your radio for Saturday night. When Benny Goodman and the world's greatest swing band, with Mildred Bailey, bring you another musical caravan. That's a tip for your radio pleasure. And for your smoking pleasure, let us suggest that you try Camels. You'll find more pleasure per puff, more puffs per pack. Our Blondie Orchestra is directed by Billy Arts, who also creates the special musical effects. This is Bill Goodwin saying, Merry Christmas for the makers of Camel Cigarettes. Good night, all. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System.
0: Morning, Dave. Morning, I... Oh. Is that your phone? Yeah, I have an alert for when something big happens in the world of hash browns. Really? Yeah. It says here Tim Horton's hash browns are now just 50 cents. 50 cents? Oh, I'm getting one with my sausage egg and cheese sandwich. Good idea. Hash brown, hash brown, hash brown. That's a backup alarm,
1: just in case. Smart.
2: Alert! Crispy golden hash browns are now just 50 cents at Tim Horton's for a limited time at participating U.S. restaurants.
4: It's clear to you that de-icing the wings will not be done in a jiffy. You look for phone outlets but see none, only photos of phone outlets. A voice announces your gate
2: is now 39C-12B-9A. It's like musical chairs, if musical chairs made you sob in the pet relief area. A child picking his nose stares. His parents have abandoned him. The airport will raise him now.
1: Don't let flight delays ruin your vacation. Go on a real vacation. Go